how would you how would you describe the topic that we want to talk about today? Uh, why do Singaporeans treat me so badly? Uh? <laughs> <laughs> I think it's clickbaitish enough. Okay, sure, fair yeah. enough. Yep. So, how are you guys? This two Hydan Alert. <laughs> we got another two weeks to go. Uh. Yeah. Do you think that this will ever end? I, I, I have my doubts, you know. Uh-huh. <laughs> you know, I was listening to this yeah. um, a t- TV show or whatever, right? and someone from some travel association was saying, oh, we are look forward to traveling mm. to other countries very, very soon. <laughs> in 2024. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, boy. Now I cannot even go JB. Uh, them set. <laughs> yeah. yeah. All the businesses in JB are also doing Suffering. really badly yeah. now, right? right, right yeah. yeah, big time. Yeah. yeah. Do you know that they also had this um uh there's some news article that said that uh they discourage maids from going mm. on their off day, like mm. like taking an off day and they yeah. wanted them yeah. to mm-hmm. stay uh in the employers' homes. Mm. Yeah, yeah. Yep. Yeah, yeah. I think that that was the same stance. I think last year during circuit breaker as well, right? They were told not to, not to head out. Yeah. Yeah, but you have to already stay in mm. that home, and you know, and mm. do all the work, mm. and it's it, it really is very depressing, don't you think? I mean, like you have to uh, do the household chores, take care yeah. of the the people at home. Mm. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Yeah. I I can't imagine having to live and work in the same mm. space twenty four seven. Yes. Mm-hmm. But isn't that what you're doing now, Elf? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. We're all in a way doing that, right? Because you have to yeah. work from home. Yeah. Yes. Is it even possible for them to have their off days at home with the employers? I mean, I'm just trying to imagine, right? How is that going to look like? Because their off days at home, meaning that they don't do housework? Mm, quite difficult, am I right? To imagine that then they will be, do they even have their own space at home? Because I do know of some um, domestic helpers who don't have their own space. So they have a shared yep. space mm. with maybe children mm. or the grandparents. Yep. Then yeah. how do they have their off days? Even, I think even if the employer was really intentional in, yeah. you know, guarding it as an off day for them, yeah. uh, even then I think it's, extremely difficult because if there's kids around and you know this the the, the help the helper is at home then the auntie or the teta is there right so the kids will naturally go to her for attention for water for food for a snack to play games you know yeah so it's i think it's extremely difficult mm. then i did read the news la. like i did see of mm. some very jalak cases i think there is mm. one the yep. most jalak one that you know um, i think it's a murder of a, a myanmar foreign domestic helper yeah mm, i was yeah, really yeah. quite mm. shocked with the case yeah. do you all hear about mm. it yeah, it wasn't yeah, the one yeah. where the, the domestic worker was um starved or something like that and then, you know they, mm, she yeah. at the end of the day she, uh, her weight was like 20 30 kilograms mm, yeah. and she was emancipated yeah so she, i think she was starved and tied to a window or something oh dear yeah yeah and not to mention of course beaten and, and all that yeah but that's the extreme case la. i mean I, I don't think there will be singaporeans who are actually 
Uh, I mean, like this is like an extreme case of a of mm. uh, of ill treatment or even abuse. I think we do see other pretty severe cases as well. I think there was one case where there was a meat pounder used on the to hit mm. the meat. Um, you can imagine, right? Meat pounder. Oh my goodness. Yeah. So what actually drives all this behavior? I mean, like uh, I'm just thinking mm. of what what would you what would make you want to treat uh someone who's helping your family in this way? Frustration in terms of like you know being frustrated with with the slowness, being um imp- impatient. Impatient. Yeah, yeah, and and I think I don't know Singaporeans always want it fast, quick, efficient, right? Yeah, we don't mm-hmm. get it. And then yeah. already mm-hmm. at work, maybe work is not smooth. You know, then at home, mm-hmm. I imagine, you know, sometimes family relationship are very tense and then like, you know, there's another yeah. helper there. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. yeah, things can get a little bit uptight at home, la, quite tense at home mm-hmm. at times, right? Because the mates are uh, given work that is so, uh, to, to care for people that, uh, are obviously very precious to the employers, right? Uh, so they care for the children, care for the parents, uh, and it's literally sometimes a complete stranger uh, coming mm. into the home to care for somebody that you really love. Uh, and so naturally, there is probably quite a high sense of paranoia or anxiety. You know, then they, they kind of overcompensate lah, for these things by, mm. you know, installing CCTVs everywhere, um, you know, watching over them like with an eagle's eye and, you know, just kind of fussing over every detail. Yeah, uh, yeah. which, which yeah. I think is not, not yeah, it doesn't do the, the helpers much good lah, in that sense. It's quite, it's quite stressful for their mental yeah. health as well. I had a, I had a friend uh, mm-hmm. who I, I love dearly uh, mm-hmm. and he's, he's passed on, but, uh, mm-hmm. you know, at a point of time where I remember going to his home and his, his helper who is, I think, either... Vietnamese or Thai or something. Mm. Oh, Thai, Thai. Because they, I remember having Thai food. Mm. So, and she's a wonderful cook. And every time when he addressed her, mm. he, he would call her, Dang! And, you know, it's that just that tone of, like, like literally calling a slave or calling a maid, you know, like just mm. that, that, that attitude of, of mm. calling someone. Mm. Which I found really, at, at one level, it's entertaining because he would use that tone with, with, with her and not with his friends. But, and, and then on the other hand, it's also... Mm-hmm. It just illustrates how the the attitude that as Singaporeans that we have mm, towards yeah. our mates mm. that we would um, put them in this position where they have to answer to us and mm. we are allowed to yell their name out. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah, 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 yeah. I mean, yelling is is, is one aspect. I I I've also witnessed uh, uh, somebody in my extended family uh, who uh, has a Muslim uh, mate from Indonesia. And this uh, person who I know would uh, lie uh, that the food contains no pork, where obviously mm. it's pork, um, okay. because it's just, um, you know, it's just total lack of respect for her religion and her, yeah. uh, her cultural practices. Yeah, yeah. So, so that's something that, you know, I, I, I don't know how, how much of this would be considered extreme, uh, but I'm sure it happens uh, quite a fair bit. And I think because it's at home, ah, right? At home, mm, it's mm. out of the prime public eyes, I feel. Mm, a lot of mm. things is done closed door, right? Especially mm. when boundaries are being blurred because there's no personal space. I mean, the yeah. foreign domestic worker doesn't have a personal space. There's no physical boundaries at times, mm, right? Mm, yep, so it's yep, very mm. easy for them to just, you know, have to mm. tahan it and not knowing mm. possibly where to go as well. Mm. 
actually uh, Elf and E, I'm, I'm curious, uh, apart from, you know, this like very outright, very obviously abused kind of situation, you know, when mm. the helper is hit or she is uh, uh, injured, right, uh, or, you know, very, very serious kind of uh, mm. abuse, like what, 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 what do you see as maybe some other more subtle forms of mistreatment, you know, uh, you know that you mentioned happens behind closed doors that mm. sometimes we don't see. Definitely, I think I've come across um, people who actually get their helpers to work for long hours, right? Mm. Um, long yep. hours and different households, you know? So mm. there will be one helper yep. and then they will go to a different household to actually wash and clean. So they work for a very, very long hours and they are not compensated for it. What about you, Elf? Uh, well, I'm trying to think of the... Like, okay, I have a story to tell, but this, this is about me. Because when I was young, I, mm. my family had a, a helper... And this is the smart Alec, you know, like, how old was I? I was like eight or nine years old, right? So this, my, my helper was using a, a vacuum cleaner. And you know the way that you use a vacuum cleaner, there's a, the attachment that you have at the end. So you're supposed to put on the attachment the right way up, right side up. You know, the bristles are on one end. So I was trying to get the bristles, uh, like teach the maid how to put the bristles up on uh, the right end. And she always put the bristles on the other the way, other way around. And I was like, okay, take it off and then I'll put it back on. I took it that what I was trying to teach her was right. Which I actually looking at the, the instruction manual, maybe what she was doing was the right way. I, I, I don't know. I'm just telling her what to do and I imagine that she would just have to follow whatever I have to do. And this is a eight or nine year old uh, with a, a foreign domestic worker. Mm. Yeah, it, can, can I add on to that? Because that's very interesting. Because this actually reminded me of an experience that I had with my mum. Because we used to also have a foreign helper at home. My mum finds my foreign domestic helper very, very skinny and looks malnourished. So, when I was very young, my mum would ask me to give her a lot of food and ask her to make sure she finishes her food. So, to me, by then, I, I didn't think of it as abuse. Like, and I think my mom's intention is just to make sure that she's not going to be malnourished. She's not going to be falling sick and she's not going to have, you know, no energy. But my mom didn't understand that because she's very petite, am I right? Her stomach doesn't feel a lot of food. So my mom overfed her to a point that she vomited. Oh dear. Yeah. And then my mom was like, okay. <laughs> Almost like force feeding, right? Yes. But the intention was more of to make sure that she has enough energy to work because she was very, very skinny when she first came. It's yeah. The, so where do we as Singaporeans get this idea that we can exactly. determine their lives, right? Tell them exactly. how to do the work. Exactly. You know, how, how to yeah. lead their lives, how to, how to, what they have to eat and, and yes. everything. It's almost as if we know better. Yeah. Do we really know better? I mean, that's a question mark. Yeah. yeah. And how did we come to have this, you know, idea that we know better? This also um, leads me to think about, you know, is there this thing of uh, a segregation, you know, mm-hmm. of different class of human beings as a Singaporean I earn more therefore I, I am a better class of human being and I'm in a position where I can tell you what to do how to lead your life what you have to eat what you cannot eat you know and then there's another class of human being where they may not be as well educated may not be from that that place the country and therefore they are subjugated they have to doing whatever they're they are, they are told or instructed mm-hmm. Is this there's such a thing in it is occurring in Singapore? I mean, it is lah. <laughs> if you are, we have to yep. be honest with ourselves, it is. Is this a is this a sense of um, 
what do you call it? Is it social class segregation mm-hmm. of classes? I, I think it is something that is quite true. Uh, I, I think not uh, not just from our own observations. I think there are also a couple of research studies like IPS published a study on class divide uh, in Singapore. And I think their research conclusions was that, um, you know, it seems like even more than issues of maybe race and religion, uh, the issues of class are becoming more uh, pervasive uh, in mm. our society. And well. it always yeah. and it also mm-hmm. seems like in in Singapore in the society right, uh, that that this thing called money is the thing that makes uh the world go round it, that gives you somehow the power to be able to determine mm-hmm. uh whatever mm-hmm. it is that you want. Mm-hmm. Uh, so the person with the most money would make the all the decisions. Mm-hmm. Yep, yep. And we also you know tag people's value uh as a person uh to. How much money they earn, right? Uh, if yeah. somebody is very rich, you know, we tend to treat them a bit nicer, you know, VIP, and we welcome them with red carpet, you know. But if somebody doesn't treat, it doesn't earn as much, uh, then we tend to not give them so much attention, or we tell them, we, tell, we say things like, you know, or oh, what they have here is already much better than what they have back home, right? Uh, and we kind of justify some of that. Uh, mistreatment uh, with, with those uh, that kind of thinking yeah, and, and yeah. as we are talking I can feel the ire kind of boiling inside of me already like you know <laughs> what on earth are we <laughs> going towards are heading towards you know is this something that we uh, are all agreeable to mm. and it seems like that we don't really hear um, voices saying that no, you know mm. everyone seems to have this uh, voice in their head that tells them yeah you, you have to follow this particular narrative that money makes the world go around, that money is the thing that is all-powerful. Mm-hmm. Uh, but is that necessarily the case? I mean, like, I'm sure as human beings that we, there are other qualities that we place equal or more importance on. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. I, I think that that is, some, I think, something very much worth uh, thinking about uh, because I, I, think, I don't think it's something that only plagues uh, Singapore society. Uh, in fact, I think there are, there are other societies that perhaps are even more divided along class lines than, than we are. Um, uh, uh, countries where they have, you know, large uh, swaths of land being owned by five landowners <laughs> and they own it for, in perpetuity, you know. Uh, so, um, so, so I, I, yeah, so I, I, I think this idea of tagging a person's value to uh, what they earn and how much they have uh, is not it's not unique to Singapore in that sense. But I think because we are so small, uh, we see that, that we see the divisions along those lines actually very clearly. But what what do we see are uh, the impact of such a such a per, uh, phenomenon occurring in society where mm-hmm. you know you place so much importance on on money, on wealth, on mm-hmm. power that mm-hmm. you know that we we pursue this with such. Uh, ferocity. Mm-hmm. I think it leads to us Singaporeans being less compassionate, less giving, less understanding. Mm-hmm. Like the 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 woes of the the foreign domestic worker, we just simply don't understand. You know, they need to have their own space. They need to have their own time. They are also human beings. They need to rest. And and I wonder, is it whether Singaporeans can? to have the ability or is it refuse to refuse to understand lah. 
So whether or not are they able to even address such of these things, I, I'm really wondering. Yeah, because I think it's almost as if it's a cultural script that we used to have and it's something that we have been brought up with. I think if let's say yeah. we, we look back, you know, there's always the saying that, you know, the neighbours will say, if you don't study hard, you're going to be a road sweeper, you're going to be oh, a garbage yeah, collector. Remember that? Remember that? <laughs> it is still present yeah. and yeah. I still hear it now, even mm. after so mm. many years. And I think this mm. class divide, this power divide, exists i'm not sure how it's ever going to change yeah but there is la there is some changes mm. that i do see whereby people did you know start to say that you know we need to respect our cleaners um and i do see schools actually trying to do that so i'm hearing like there are days where you know we need to thank our unsung heroes right those working behind the scene keeping our areas and mm. environment clean so i think that's that's mm. what they have been trying to do but it still mm. exists I mean, it still boggles the mind, right? Like, how we as a society uh, respect the cleaner or the garbage collector or the road sweeper? Because when in our minds, uh, we don't ever grow up thinking, oh, I want to grow up and be the road sweeper. I want to grow up and be the garbage collector. These are jobs that, you know, oh, uh, only if you do very badly in life, uh, then you will have to, then you will do, perform these jobs. So how, how would, as, as, a, as, a, as a people, how do we inculcate this kind of like a, a respect for, for the, those people who are doing this, this job? Yeah. Actually, Elva, you know, to, I think in today's society, uh, maybe, maybe about 20 years ago, we could say, if you don't study, you grow up, you become road sweeper. But I think today, uh, you want to be road sweeper also quite difficult. Uh. Yeah. <laughs> Honestly, yeah, because... Uh yeah, because even our the our people who uh, perform at the lowest uh educational attainment levels are probably you know more highly skilled than some uh, than some of these jobs require. Um and so right. so so you know that that even that I think is 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 probably a bit of a challenge in 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 that sense. Yeah. Sure. Uh, but but you know back to your point about how we can break out of this as a society, right? Is it important uh, mm. to break out of it as a society? Oh, yeah. I mean, do you I think, think that so. it is? Yeah. It yeah, doesn't, I well, so. I mean, what uh, I'm trying to say is it mm. doesn't sound like it is because this isn't an issue that's being debated. This is an mm. issue that people are advocating for, you know? Mm. Mm. As long as I can lead my life, I'm comfortable in a job that I'm earning relatively well in, mm. uh, then we don't see a need to have to think about the people who are in lower kind of social strata? I, I think there are certainly pockets of uh, people who are seeing this issue more seriously. Yeah. Uh, yeah. So, so I think there are certainly pockets, but of course, I don't really, th- I, I mean, I, I don't know if it's fair to say this, but I don't know whether the majority of the population sees uh, these as, you know, really a, a major issue, yeah, to be mm. advocated for. Some, some may even say, you know, by virtue of me hiring a domestic helper, I'm helping to give her a better life, right? Uh, or you know, or us uh, having a migrant worker come and you know uh, work as a sweeper or a cleaner, um, you know, uh, they are here because this represents a path to a better life for them. And and I think economically speaking, that's absolutely true. Uh, but it, of course, then it it doesn't mean that we have that right uh, to treat them less than humanly.
yeah actually i had this thought uh, just not elf you were saying how we want to break out of this right yeah yeah um uh, uh for me, one of the things that I'm always very uncomfortable with is I, I think there's often a lack of congruence uh, between what we say and what we actually do. Sure. Uh, you know, so, so you know, especially like, you know, in schools, uh, schools hire sweepers now, right? In the past, we used to clean our own our own classroom, right? But now schools got cleaners, lah. Yeah, and I thought we were supposed to do that every. Like students were supposed to do that, like once every. They still do, lah. But Wayang only, lah. They still want to do. Wayang is the cleaners who do the the hard work. Yeah, but you know, so schools can talk all we want about, you know, the uh, dignity of all professions. We can talk all we want about respecting even those who don't earn as much as we do. Yeah. Uh, but when the students go around, they see the cleaners. Uh, only have a small corner underneath the staircase to rest, mm-hmm. for example, right? Uh, they see the cleaners uh, being told that, that they're not allowed to eat at the canteen, you know? Uh, you know, uh, and, 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 and so so there is a, sometimes I think a, a mismatch between what we say and what how we actually treat them. Mm-hmm. Uh, and guess what? I think kids pick up what we do more than what we say. Uh, and, and so then that, that kind of... Uh, perception or attitude will pass on to the next generation uh, unless we become more congruent uh, in the way we treat the cleaners and it's not just about once a year write a card to the cleaner you know it's not really about that kind of thing but you know day to day how do we actually treat them yeah i i think i do second what Dewan said and i just think that there really needs to be a first there needs to be that recognition that it's an issue la, like what else said la, whether it's important mm. to it to be changed because if there's no recognition there will be no change. Secondly, mm. how how are the current generation role modeling certain behavior to our next generation? Are the current generation even aware about what's happening? Are they even conscious about the certain things they are doing? Um, and being aware whether and question themselves whether this is actually helpful or not helpful to the foreign domestic mm-hmm. workers, lah. Yeah, and I think mm. by us having yep. this podcast is to raise that awareness, is to have you mm. ask questions yourself you know how do you treat the people around you whether or not they are you know probably less educated than you or lowly paid but does it mean that you really know more than them does it mean that you're really better uh, than them uh, this this particular topic res- uh, resonates very strongly with me as not not mm-hmm. because it's the you know like I, I feel like i'm an advocate for the the maids or the, the the foreign workers but i think it more i'm just more concerned about as singaporeans the attitudes that we have mm-hmm. that we can that we are better people you know that we are better than other people or it, it, at the end of it is it's a kind of a bigotry and for that i think there's a sense i i don't feel it doesn't sit well with me in that sense yeah mm-hmm. um we are talking about it now I, I bear in mind also that the three of us are well-educated Singaporean Chinese we are going to see this through um, I know rose-tinted glasses we're going to see it we're going to hear ourselves in the echo chamber yeah. it, mm-hmm. we, we need to bring other people on board and so yeah. for the next episode I'm thinking we might want to ask someone who has been working as a foreign uh, domestic worker in Singapore mm-hmm. and maybe she or he can share their opinion uh, mm, about cool. what it's like to to work in Singapore, to have that's to cool. face these attitudes. Mm, uh, maybe yeah. we can get uh, employers also to come in and, and share their mm. views about how mm. they feel about having to work with a foreign domestic worker that's meant that's supposed to help them and their families, mm. uh, the struggles that they face. Mm. Maybe yep. em- 
maybe the emp- what's that the main agencies employment agencies themselves yeah. where they where they have to work with give them training make sure that their welfare is being taken care of so on behalf of Li Ren and Yin Yi thank you for listening all the way to the end of this podcast and look forward to diving deeper and wading through these murky waters of why Singaporeans ill-treat their maids in the next episode of our podcast where we will interview a foreign domestic worker who had been working in Singapore for more than two decades. So until then, stay safe and stay healthy.